0: Let's chat. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Net's Chat. We are in week three of our new series called Sex Miseducation, where we basically just debunk rumors and everything you guys have learned about sex, and try to give you new information that you can hopefully that is accurate. Yeah, accurate information and information that you can use to better off your sex life, of course, and your health. um Hi, Daniel hi guys (laughs) okay so for our third episode our guest is kiri bridgewater she is a (laughs) obstetrician (laughs) and gynecologist (laughs) kiri can you introduce yourself to our
1: listeners sure hi guys i'm dr kiri bridgewater i'm an obstetrician and gynecologist and i'm just here to just get to low down on all the things about miseducation that we know in jamaica okay awesome Mm -hmm. okay great uh i was distracted for a moment so it happens we're going to
0: talk about vaginal health and um my question is: Should chest. women put yes yeah, on my chest? Should women put garlic pegs in their
1: vaginas to balance the pH and minimize yeast? Like if they have a current yeast infection? All right, so I get this a lot, and no, it's not actually recommended. So you know, you first and foremost, garlic has a lot of benefits, right? And mm-hmm. not knocking garlic, and not knocking the great health benefits that it can give. And in truth, and in fact, there are certain Dietary changes that you can make to help with these infections, but this whole thing about putting a whole clove of garlic in your vagina—listen, I beg you, do don't do it. Yeah, because it's not once or twice. Patients come to me, and I'm careful find mm-hmm. it back. The garlic is there for days on end, weeks on end. And when you have something like that inside of the vagina, it can actually make the situation way worse than it needs to be. So you can eat it if you really want to, but I would definitely recommend other things instead
0: um what do you mean stuck and can't find i
1: think that's where i'm lost that's where you lost
0: me because i don't know if you
1: realize the whole change in my face everybody (laughs) stop (laughs) i don't want me to shock you but yes people have put up garlic cloves before i mean i have some patients that have now learned about you probably drill the garlic can you put a thread through it so that you can find it back when the time comes Yes, but some people don't do that and they actually just place the garlic clove up and i don't know if you notice but your vagina is like a maze right so mm-hmm. it's very easy for it to be caught behind your cervix or something like that and so when you're digitally putting inserting your fingers to look for it can't find it back and it's just stuck um i'm, I'm not loving that
2: um <laughs> i mean i wasn't planning to do it before but no or worse
1: no that was actually kind of scary
2: can't find it back so then what next and so then they come to you and then you
1: Yeah, so they come into the office and I'm able to look and use the speculum and look and see and remove it. But honestly, it's not worth it at all. There's so many easier ways to get rid of a yeast infection and ways that actually work. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So it has to get rid of yeast infections. Well, there's some preventative things first and foremost, right? Mm. Because dietary stuff. So drinking lots of water helps to prevent yeast infections um also eating yogurt helps to avoid yeast infections and it can even help you if you have a really mild case as well and i'm not talking like the sugary super sweet one i'm talking like plain yogurt greek yogurt things like that right Okay. additionally greek
0: yogurt tastes bad i'm gonna just say that it
1: does but you ever taste good medicine yet good point <laughs> I mean we it to just, the point it, it <laughs> works it works right uh, if you really have a aversion to it you can put some like of honey in it or you know some of them come with a little mix of the berries and stuff to make it oh, a, yeah, 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 a little bit more palatable but those are the ones that work a little bit more and they're better than the others and the reason for that is because yeast loves sugar and it loves dairy so If you So if you find that you're prone to yeast infections one of the best ways to try and cut down on that is to cut down on those things in your diet which is part of the reason why sometimes women, will say, Lord doc, every time a period I come up, I get a yeast infection. I've heard that, yeah. and it's sometimes it's actually it's actually linked to our changes in our diet because when your period comes come up, that's like when you feel for something nice, you know. That is when you want one bag of chocolate and all of these things. <laughs> the very <brownie>, brutal <brittle laughs> that is plaguing my life See there? has something to
0: say. What about yes. after your period, though? Because some women, like immediately after mm-hmm. they have their arm cycle, then they do get a yeast infection, like.
1: Right. So some people actually get yeast infections afterwards. And sometimes that can have to do with the excess moisture because that's another thing that yeast loves. So that's why you'll find that if you go river or you go beach and you're still on a you know, swimsuit or if mm. you go to like the gym or something like that and you take too long to change out on a regular basis, you'll realize that you get a yeast infection. So similarly, because the period is flowing and there's all this excess moisture for a couple of days worth, sometimes that can predispose people to having yeast towards the end of their cycle. And sometimes when people say that, it's actually not really yeast. Sometimes it can actually be bacterial vaginosis because Mm. that's the one that you get when your pH is kind of thrown off and your vagina is normally acidic, but the blood in your period is actually alkaline. So that normal, that passage of blood over that prolonged period of time can change your vagina into an alkaline environment and therefore give you BV. I'm
0: so surprised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, my shock level
0: (laughs) just went through the roof. Y'all are going to get a couple memes from my face.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. I mean, I need to acknowledge and
0: with memes. Um, But I think I heard, like, some time back that if you incorporate, like, cranberry into Mm -hmm. your diet, Mm -hmm. then
1: it can limit yeast infections or that's just, like, particularly um, geared to UTIs. So cranberry tends to be more geared towards UTIs. Um, but it also has lovely antioxidant properties, so you really can't go wrong with you it, can't to go wrong with Yeah. But sure, true, I know about it.
0: Cause I was in the pharmacy one day and this mm-hmm. girl came in, which I found out that they don't have like any over the counter treatments for um a UTI, which I think mm-hmm. is kind of bad because a it UTI ha- is a com- but I don't know if I
1: ever do, I just drink the juice cranberry juice and water and flush the yeah. system. And, just, and yes. I, just, I just take like then, a flush because
2: like, I feel like there's some times where like you can tell like from earlier on that this is about to happen to you or no. Yeah, so then I just don't drink, time. man.
1: Definitely, especially yeah. if you're in tune with your body but be like, You just off, know that something off. is off. <laughs> you just gonna
2: drink, yeah, man. <laughs> Team Ocean Spray. But yeah, because there really is no over the counter as you were saying.
1: There's
2: no. And when you go there, the, the pharmacist is just going to tell you, well, some cranberry juice over, so yeah, man, and no, yeah. But
0: yeah, the girl, when she came in, and the pharmacist told her that there's none, she she started walking out. So I said to her, me and this other lady said that um, just buy the cranberry juice. So you were, to were listening to the no, you were listening to the girls.
2: The complaint.
1: pharmacy was very small. You know the girl business.
0: Like it,
2: no, because at first <laughs> at first I thought it was a pharmacist telling girl, and then now I'm following up and I'm like, Is you fast? No,
0: it's not. Oh, let me tell you what happened exactly. Right? So I was at the um cashier and the pharmacy with right beside me Oh. So okay, she was right. talking loud and the pharmacist was also talking loud. They so both every, helped. So everybody in the pharmacy heard, you know. So everybody right? you whichever you did yeah, in whatever. Yeah, but she seemed like it was very urgent. So I'm like, all right, here what? Not really in girl business, but I'ma help her cause I've been there. You to help one, you know? you know. So, we were telling and she was like, me, look, it's work on me. I said, I yeah, so, you know, don't really know enough things. work for true. And so, when she was buying it, the pharmacy said, "Um, it's so not I, really going to help you right now, you know. You have to drink a lot. you know. you can do it. I know. But I don't me I love hamburgers on a regular basis. no solution. <laughs> yeah. To send a room for go And die. Wow. Die, you said. Suppose you can't manage it. Right? Anyway, so... And thing that's like hitting the market now is the Yoni products. A lot of these businesses mm-hmm. popping yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think I've actually this, like personally as well are mm-hmm. these steams, detoxes, and like I think it's called org acid. Mm-hmm. And the um, pearls. The pearls are, are, are good, these. Good are they things? safe to you know put in the vagina?
1: All right, so here's the thing, right? Your vagina is super awesome. Like, it is excellent at sorting out itself. Ladies, your vagina, you, you can't even, you don't even know how awesome it is, right? You don't need to be putting anything in your vagina or detoxing your vagina or anything like that. Focus. Let's talk about your lady pass. No, I was, so, I was so
0: confused.
1: I'm like, is there a teasing? I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Yes. But yeah, No, man. So you really don't need to be putting any of these things inside of your vagina, additionally it can actually cause more problems than solve so if you actually check out the yoni pearls a lot of them have this clothing thing on it and the truth is your body doesn't your vagina doesn't like foreign bodies it don't like nothing that's not supposed to be doesn't belong there and so by putting these things inside of it you're actually going to increase the amount of inflammation increase the amount of discharge that your vagina produces etc um so that's in terms of the yoni pearls and even when you read like, the instructions, sometimes I say, oh, the discharge is going to get worse before it gets better. Oh No,
0: I do
1: That don't add up to me, you know? Um, additionally, in terms of the boric acid, in theory, your vagina is acidic. So by putting boric acid, by putting another acid, it should help your acidity to be stabilized and therefore help against things like BV and yeast, etc. Problem is, boric acid and a play-play acid, it's actually a very strong acid. It's actually used in insecticides. So it used to kill roach and them things there, right? So when you put something as harsh as that inside of your vagina, it can I actually irritate that. it more than help. Now, I definitely know that sometimes the treatments, especially the ones that the doctors give, I know patients have recurrent infections and it's a hard thing to deal with when you're a doctor, you spend your money, you get a little relief and then you come back again, et cetera, especially because a lot of the times we're not really dealing with the underlying problem like the lifestyle mm. problems the things that yeah. are putting you at risk for these things to begin with and so everybody's t- turning towards these things right now but and for some of my patients it does work i can't tell a lie but most patients the majority of my patients actually have more problems i've had patients come in with complications from these things um so i understand the appeal of trying them but from a scientific standpoint i can't recommend these like personally i don't feel like
0: a lot of things should be in my vagina Mm -hmm. so like when people when these things pop up i find it interesting to look at and people are swearing by it when people cookie wash craze was a thing uh and everybody was just washing and i have a friend who well had when our friends didn't work um the way you said these (laughs) things are so depressing (laughs) she she was um swearing by these washes and she was like you should you know use these washes and i'm like I do Yeah, but
2: um, there's other women totally who will like mm-hmm. promote these things so rough. Like you'll be just having a normal day and somebody be like, You try this wash. You should be using it. And if you don't use this wash, it's going to be happening to you. And You don't put anything in the vagina? Normal- no, but I just find it so strange. But you know, it's things that they swear by for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it really works for your friends. Um, um, okay.
0: So, yeah. a question that I got on Instagram. So the person said, isn't soap good for your vagina? I hear too many women say no. So since we're already talking about like washing your Washes and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Um, this person
0: thinks that soap
1: is good
0: for your vagina.
1: All right. So part of the problem we have here is that we use the word vagina very loosely. Right? Mm. When people are talking about vagina, a lot of the times they're talking about the outside and the inside of your vagina. But the truth is your vagina is only the part on the inside. Exactly. Right? The outside... what we call the vulva so that's what what you don't normally call like the lips and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and the top hand parts where that's called your Mons, right so soap is excellent for those areas because if you look on it it have skin just like everywhere else on your body so just like how the skin look on your hand that's how it look down there and so you need to be using soap to wash those areas so you need to use soap on the outside of the vagina in between the lips stuff like that to clean that area because that's skin and skin will sweat skin will have different release different things from the glands etc now the vagina is actually the pink part right (laughs) so everything that's pink and goes upwards that's your vagina and you don't need no type of soap in there you don't even put no finger in there for washout you don't need no rag you don't need nothing like that in there will sort itself out on its own but okay so when i was growing up um
0: my stepmother Told me that you're not supposed to use soap down there like at all mm-hmm. right because you know that's even though you know you're word. not intentionally trying to you know wash inside when mm-hmm. you do you mm-hmm. get soap you can, in there mm-hmm. you get soap in there and mm-hmm. then that way it can cause like
1: what What does soap do because i don't want to say it can yeah cause i don't
2: anything, want but it, it was like i guess I it,
1: it throws off your ph i'm assuming exactly. yeah. that's what it does it throws off your ph if you put stuff inside like soaps inside it will actually kill off the bacteria and throw off the pH. Because you actually have good, of good bacteria, bacteria in inside the like vagina. It's you're washing in there. Then it's going to throw everybody and not, off. And so it's not partial. It's going to kill everybody inside. <laughs> <So>
0: yeah, <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of, um, so the last episode that we had, we were talking about um, fingering. And mm-hmm. so a lot of women don't like it, but men didn't know. And mm-hmm. I saw a video, I think, on it youtube one time where somebody was saying that you know should do like people putting fingers inside her. but some people swear by it um mm-hmm. but are there dangers in you know somebody putting their finger in you
1: uh-huh. so in terms of danger so anything you insert into the vagina you have to make sure it's clean. Whether it be a toy, whether it be a mouth, whether it be a finger, it no matter. It's up for clean, right? Oh so I said, no, but it's real time. No, you said more mouth more gonna fit up there. That's all. <laughs> Some people yeah, try. Whatever, I, <laughs> like, I, I try. I try. right. Let's oh. press on. <laughs> but yeah, so you want to make sure that your fingers are clean. And the truth is, that comes under now the context of foreplay and sexual health. Hmm. And there's no problem with having fingering done, it's just making sure that. One, the fingering is done with a clean hand. And two, that is actually enjoyable for you. You know, you have to make sure that this person, is, this is something that is you're finding beneficial for your sexual gratification and things of that nature. Just make uh, sure it's clean. Yeah, just make sure clean. Just like your toys and all those other things. Just make sure it's clean. Are you good to go. Mm, there we go. Okay. Um,
0: so let's say, you, I mentioned, sorry, earlier you mentioned that there is like, you can sweat down there. And stuff, and that causes like infections. So, how does one
1: reduce like the sweating if they do sweat down there? So the thing is, is skin. It's kind of hard to sort that out, you know. Um, it's going to be skin and it, it has hair follicles. And so sweat is naturally going to come from down there. Um, there are certain powders and things like that that you can put right on the months, not in the vagina, mm-hmm. but on the top part where the skin is to try and help to absorb the sweat, just like how you would normally put something to absorb the sweat on the oh, your under your underarms arm, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but outside of that, it's going to be a little difficult because it's skin and that's what skin naturally does. Naturally lubricates itself, naturally produces fluid to keep the area at a certain temperature and a certain moisture level. Okay, I
0: hope mm-hmm. you guys learned from that because that was a very popular question um, on oh, Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, so they want to know how they can like reduce the sweats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sweats, <laughs> that's funny. You're right? Sorry, <laughs> it was just really funny. Um, okay, so <laughs> okay, guys, so we had to take a small break, but we're back now. and. The question that, another popular question from the Instagram story that I posted was, what's the difference between endo and PCOS? All right. So,
1: endo and PCOS are kind of completely different things, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So, PCOS is a hormonal issue, right? Mm -hmm. And just for those that don't know, PCOS stands for poly, which is a lot, cystic, which are fluid-filled sacs ovarian because it has to do the ovaries syndrome so it's called polycystic ovarian syndrome okay Mm -hmm. now PCOS is because your ovaries have a ton of little 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 follicles or little little cysts in them instead of creating one dominant cyst that becomes an egg so as a result of that you fail to have the hormonal fluxes that you should normally have with your menstrual cycle and so that's why patients with PCOS will say that you know they have irregular periods or they have these long periods where they don't see the cycle at all. And then the lining suddenly, co- the, the period suddenly comes and it's for a prolonged period. But because of those hormonal changes, p- they actually get hormonal changes all throughout their body, right? Mm-hmm. So it can actually affect like the way your body produces, sh- p- breaks down sugar. It can affect your insulin production, etc. cetera. Um, whereas endometriosis is more of a structural problem, whereas PCOS is a hormonal problem. Mm-hmm. Endometriosis is when the lining of your womb, which we call the endometrium, which should be on the inside of the uterus to shed at the time of your period, it actually ends up deposited elsewhere in your body. So it can be deposited in the inside of your stomach, can be on your tubes, can be even in your lungs sometimes. It's really weird, right? And because of this excess, bl- excess lining, just like when you have your period, your lining on the, u- on the inside of the uterus normally sheds and the blood comes out, in those cases, the lining still sheds, blood still comes around, but instead it can't come out of your body. So it stays in that area and causes irritation, which is why patients with endometriosis can have such severe pain. Mm-hmm. And pain is the main hallmark feature of endometriosis because when that lining starts to shed and that blood accumulates on the inside of your stomach, it irritates all the organs in there and it irritates the lining of your stomach and you get these terrible, terrible period pains. And this period pain can even happen from a little bit before and after. And it can cause scar tissue, which is why they then, mm-hmm. if you have it long enough, people will be like, oh... I used to have bad period pains, but no, it doesn't even have to be my period. Like I just have pain mm, at this point mm, in time. And mm. that's because it's caused scar tissue on the inside of the stomach, unfortunately. So that's a synopsis on PCOS and a synopsis on endometriosis.
0: Okay. So um, the thing is, a of people did think it was similar mm-hmm. um, because I've heard people also say that they've had um, endome- endo, mm-hmm. endometriosis and it's Gave them PCOS, but not that you're saying it's like structural and hormonal. Mm-hmm. Do you think
1: it's possible though that
0: it can? So, ha- as
1: based on the studies we have so far, we haven't found a distinct link between them. What I will say though is that culturally, we've become more aware of these diseases in the last couple of years. Definitely. So you find that people mm-hmm. are more people are being diagnosed with endometriosis than like 10 years ago. Back in like our mothers and our grandmother day, they'd be like, "I just period pain, suck it up," kind of like. But now we're becoming more sensitive to the fact that no, this is not normal. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> something needs that's to be true. done. You need to get checked out. And as a result, people are being more being diagnosed more. Additionally, PCOS is also something that's becoming more. People are becoming more knowledgeable about. Definitely. So as a result, I think more people are getting the diagnosis. And unfortunately, a lot of young women have both. And so they're like, "How did these two things happen?" But a lot of times, it's just coincidence. Actually. Oh, I really didn't know about PCOS before knowing you That's true. at true. And know then I found you. out mm-hmm. about Endo from
2: a girl that I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she would like document her experience always having to go to the hospital mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. that time. And how, you know, it takes a toll on your life always having to... Because hers is pretty severe, of course, of her being in the hospital and stuff. And I was like, wow, it was really intense. Yeah, because yeah,
0: I've heard like accounts from women where they even just black out from their pain oh, really? and they just thought mm-hmm. it was really just severe pain up to now, I don't even think the person probably even looked into it. they just thought it was just cramps Mm-mm.
1: no if you have pain bad enough that you are blacking, blacking out, out that if you have pain bad enough or you are vomiting because the mm-hmm. pain is that bad no sweet girl do, that's not that's not normal quality of life you need to look into that because there might be something there and it's important for us to not be afraid of going to the doctor because Finding all these things and having a diagnosis is not the worst thing that can happen to you. That Suffering is. for 20 years is not the worst thing that could happen to you. If you get the diagnosis, at least we can try to do some intervention to improve your quality of life and so you can move forward from it, you know? But Definitely the thing is, Jamaican people are like genuinely afraid of Caribbean people, to the I think,
2: don't like the doctor. I mean, I'm in Generally. the group. i'm in the group like i'm not about to be here and speak third person (laughs) i don't like going to the doctor and if i'm going to the doctor somebody has to carry
1: me period if you're my
2: friend boyfriend or my cousin you've taken me to the doctor before i have i need somebody there for me i don't know sometimes i'll be at the doctor and i'll be like at the gate and like my doctor's assistant knows that i'm a nut job so i'll be at the gate for a while and they'll be like just come I don't even want to go in there. Why? Um, I don't know. I don't know which doctor hurt me. I don't know. But I don't enjoy going to the doctor. It makes me scared. I start to scream and stop my feet from outside. No. No, there, no, 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 and then no. when stop. I get in there... No, 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 And when I get in there, my it. doctor stops it's whichever serious. patient he's speaking to to come and tell me, Remember, you're not dying which is something that he uses to keep me going. So my doctor has to be like, remember that you're not dying. And I still come to you. He, like, he will stop whoever he's talking to, to tell me that I'm not dying and I just need to sit down patient. And in like those moments, so. I'm there thinking about who I'm going to wheel my stuff to. Because if I talk to the doctor, I feel like I'm going to die. I hate the doctor. die. Wow. So. hate
1: the doctor. What? Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry. I am hurt. Real tear, no. right. L- Listen.
0: I think I'm the absolute opposite of Daniel. Like, I'm to glad to hear it. No. Uh, <laughs> if I'm walking, I'm still feeling it oh, No, it? let me tell you. I hate
2: going to the doctor. However, you know those people who always have to go to the doctor because I'm watching them dying? I still go in, you know? Because I don't have no sense. Because I always No, I'm confused. Because I always You're think i drama. See- yes, and then I go. It's a big drama. to do
1: for God, But you love for <laughs>
2: I have to go because I always feel like I'm dying. So if I'm here today and I, I cough, Netanya knows this though.
0: Then you had gas and she was freaking out. I I thought I had Corona. Yeah. I had gas and I thought
2: I had Corona and I called Netanya in the middle of the night to spaz out because that's the nut job that I am.
1: So, yeah. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, there's nothing to be afraid of. All right. Doctors are not here for any bad thing. Do not be afraid of going to the doctor. It's no, my very friends.
0: important. My friend said right? no like doctor because doctor tell us something wrong with you.
1: Hold on.
2: You say, no. Not know. My doctor had to coach me through my pap smear days before, telling me that I can manage and throughout the whole but you thing. No,
1: it is nothing big... that? Uh, uh? I have to have mine too. What? Where is it? I uh? don't my know mom,
2: <laughs> me, me, me do for God for one. I mean, if all you come, come. Me and you go hold
1: home and hang then. Because what is this?
2: Wow. <laughs> oh, hold on. One time I went to do my pap I don't know if I did tell you. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, am I really going to do this? And Netanyahu, when they were just about to say, Miss Ashu, I left. I am deathly afraid. And I sat there in Netanyahu and waited. And when they called my name, I, run. <laughs> I think I went to TGI. No, like, I think I went to TGI after. I'm definitely. No,
1: she's so surprised. Then no, man, around. I'm shook. I am shook. Shook
2: <laughs> No, like, and that's how I know I'm really afraid of the doctor because, Netanyahu, who's going to go somewhere and wait? And then when they call your name, you're, but you're escaping you and, and nearby of? bushes. Like,
0: who does that? No, but what are you afraid of, for you're Dying?
2: To be
0: continued. <laughs> <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> okay. Speaking of pop smears, though, uh-huh. I feel like that's very important, and I don't think a lot of people people talk about, talk about it It's
2: Very important. Even me, Ufred teller No, no right? that's true. true. I've
0: only learned one in my life still. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Hey. How old are you though? Uh, twenty three
1: we're gonna talk about that after <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, no, okay the one i did i was afraid to do
0: it after that because something yeah. bad happened me too so
1: i have only yeah, done so one i'm almost 40
0: yeah. so i have only done one i just said no i'm just not going to do this anymore because okay so i went to the doctor i was so happy to get the pap smear because i was like big girl now yes and i did the pap smear and i was like get my and like when I left, my period came the next day, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited!" And I didn't stop bleeding until January, and I did my pap smear in August.
1: Um, but that is more likely because of a PCOS as opposed to the pap smear, though. But
0: remember,
2: it's going to be a trauma in your mind, though. Even it's if
1: the, what you is it's logical, connected.
0: it's the trauma for me. And um, when I mean, when I mean, every day, every and I, and I went to the I went to the doctor again, and you know, they, they were like, "Ah, uh, we don't know." So I switched doctors.
1: I hate when because, the doctors said them though, no? Yeah. No, but all our doctors are people to, you now.
0: That's, that's true, true. But me
2: and bad. <laughs> on
0: a different standard. And I forgot one. No, she was genuinely confused as mm-hmm. what was happening to me. And then, so I said, I really have to go to somebody else. So mm-hmm. I phoned like so many doctors. And then I was like, I thought it was pinpoint one. No, sir. So mm-hmm. went to one and then I think like she gave me a medication like two days later or something Mm -hmm. and it just never happened again so I associate that yeah I associate that with my pop smear because I'm like what did this doctor do to me and my pop smear they used
2: the I think he used the wrong thingy and then he to be. he's like one sec and then you know taking it out to go use the other thing I remember saying it's already uncomfortable Uncomfortable. experience Mm -hmm. so then I technically popped that smear twice so, you know, so the trauma. <laughs> then, when I did oh, my doctor, Lord. guys, there was a holiday coming up. So, you know that um on holidays, you know, the labs don't work. So, it took me maybe a month to get my results and kill me dead. I have cervical cancer and they don't know how to tell but me. No, I thought I did. Every single day, I'm calling my doctor at my lunchtime. What happened? He's like, hi, Daniel. It's not here yet. He's like, it was just a holiday. Just give the lab some time. He was very calm. I gonna die anyway. Then, when the results came, and then I went there. Of course, you know, I'm bring crowd with me because as I tell him, we can't go by myself. Come here, jump down. I'm dead. Go there with my crowd now. Forget the liquor results. He's like, Okay, everything is normal for the most part. What is <laughs> it? What, what I say? What I say? What I say? The, 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 the ear That's lock it, off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i telling you, trust me. The doctor, Fair. my no. doctor did
0: it to me the other day. She was like, Um, you know everything is good however and i was Ooh. like you can't do that you can't like, do it it's not that serious and i'm like but he said however yeah so how can you know i'm gonna say it's not that that serious because my doctor was
2: like when i said most parts i mean like really you're good so i'm like lead with that <laughs> <laughs> how about you lead with that don't have cancer so he's like you thought you had cancer like he was so confused he's like that's what you're really thought this whole time i'm like kill me dead home with cancer and i have like two weeks to live couldn't you have called me He's like, but mean? It's not me the results. I was waiting on it just like you and mm-hmm. I'm like, don't have me thinking I was dead.
1: Child. You
0: guys need to start emailing people <laughs> those stuff because like, can I don't have call a support me group to, to
1: see my results. I don't like it. My oh no, I'm going to text our WhatsApp patients or call them and be like, hey, you're good. I
0: did it on earlier before we started the podcast. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I the
1: thing is that like, you start. know when you're in America they, they don't uh, if they don't call you, you're good. But if they do call you, you're mad. No, but I don't like that system, <laughs> you know? Yo, on a once or twice or thrice, I hear people say, oh, I'm going to pop smear. I'm like, so what was the result? It's just like, oh, they've never called me. So I'm like, all right. I yeah, said, no. Mom, <laughs> them, I said, you trust, did you say? You trust flow? How much time you call somebody on the no, phone don't yeah. no, no go through? Right? That don't mean say you never, you did all right. I say you pay a good, good, good money if you're at I have to know. You have to know, know your results. Mm-hmm. I have to
2: know your you matter. I have to
1: know your results. Good or bad, you have to know
2: your results. I hope and I live to see express pap smears because no, because that is a part of the
1: problem. It does take a little me while. Me need
2: express result. I could have what's about my something. No, it's not it. yours. It's not me yours. Me pap
1: it. smear take that time to no, begin with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> off and okay,
0: so now that we found out that both of us only had one pap smear before, but that's
1: going to be rectified after the podcast. <laughs> it
2: will be no, it will be rectified. Yeah. because I've been saying that I need to
0: um grow up <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: and just go do my the next thing. One. Is
1: who
0: should have a pap smear? Because when I was younger and my mom um did her pap smears, I was like, "What are you doing?" Like she was always you know talking to my dad about it, and I was like once every year my mother's always mm. like my mom always, thing. always did hers and, on time and look at oh no i was like right right and i'm <laughs> like what are you doing she was mm-hmm. like i'm just checking my cervix and i say well my cervix checked check so I like, I want, <laughs> at first i thought i wanted to do mine she's like you're too young mm-hmm. so um is there like a specific age and mm-hmm. then like i hear because my friend somebody that i know i'm crying myself oh you took um, that back real quick yeah i was taking it back She's not like sexually active, but she wants to do a pop smear. So is so that's what I'm saying. Like is there like a criteria of people who are supposed to be doing it? Supposed smear? to be doing it or Right.
1: Nice. Certainly. So the old logic actually is to be like, it starts at 21 years old, mm, but the okay. ministry actually, because I went on their website the other day, because I was doing a q and I just mm. wanted to make sure my information was correct. They are actually now saying that we should start at 18 years old, oh. and the reason for that is I think our age group is actually becoming more and more sexually active more at a younger and younger age. So they're actually recommending now that we start at 18 years old, and you're supposed to have it yearly, Right. Um, if you're between a certain age group and you've had multiple normal pap smears, you can start stretching it out beyond that, is what the local recommend, the recent recommendation is. But for right now, I would recommend yearly because most people, hint, hint, don't actually come yearly, truth be told, right? Um, but in terms of the actual pap smear itself, what it really does, like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to come to here, someone have cancer. So pap smears are not actually done to detect cancer, really. Yes. They're actually done to prevent cancer, is the truth yeah. of the matter. Because the cervix actually undergoes multiple minor changes before you reach to a cancer stage. So when you're doing your pap smear, you're trying to make sure that your cervix is either, one, perfectly healthy, or two, it has had a minor change so that you can kind of nip it in the bud so it never becomes cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. But for the record, Danielle the four-week thing—I know you. I just saw it go. Yeah, I am no, so, but trust
2: me, that's enough time for your mind to make you think that you know.
0: I feel like these things need to be faster for you. Not only like mm-hmm. pop smear, but like every blood test and them stuff. Because it makes it better and them call yo. me yeah, drop <laughs> down, you. Me, know. <laughs> no, like I hope
2: to God, like mm-hmm. I've to be honest, I've been very lucky. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm a very healthy person, and I think it's because God knows that I'm a mental <laughs> case, so Him no bother mm-hmm. gonna give me no sickness because me. Daniel, I can't take stress right about normal only have eczema and that's alone I beat me bad. Me can't take <laughs> life, me can't manage. I will me go do my little skin something then stress out. Okay, Can imagine me actually say? Me wow.
0: can't
1: manage with no, you have to get
0: together. Sure. Huh?
1: Oh, just to mention though, sorry, but you mentioned about your friend with her not being sexually active. So if you're not sexually active, you really don't need to be doing perhaps marriage just yet. And uh, oh, right? And the reason for that is because what we're checking for is HPV induced changes, right? Okay. HPV is a virus that is sexually transmitted. So if you haven't had penetrative sex, then your cervix really should not have been exposed to HPV yet, which means that your risk of having any of those minor changes or therefore even cervical cancer becomes significantly less. So if you haven't started having sex yet, you should start. You're doing your Pap smears one year after starting.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to mind soon the it. Like, I feel like I myself. going to do it. Okay, yeah. so that was actually one of the questions, and I was going mm-hmm. to bring it up next because somebody said mm-hmm. they want to hear you talk about HPV and the damages that can be caused to the cervix by HPV.
1: Okay, so HPV is a virus. It actually stands it's short for the Human Papilloma Virus, mm-hmm. right? Now, HPV is actually the most common STI. So the the, the studies actually Mm show that from your sexually active, you're going to have HPV at some point in your life. Like 90% of us. Right? What's on your face? it happened a friend of mine and it was quite traumatic for me. No, it's serious. You hear me? Me. And and the thing about HPV too is that it doesn't have any symptoms at all. Mm -hmm. Right? So you're have it and you don't know. Now, the good thing about it is a virus. So just like how you have flu virus or coming just like how you have coronavirus right so some people have coronavirus they're what we call asymptomatic them don't have no cough them don't have no cold them don't know so they don't even catch it and their body gets rid of it and say oh be gone and that's the end of that right just like that you have some people who have hpv they're exposed to hpv during sex but their body kind of deal with it as so, a listener shoe fly don't bother us <laughs> and they move on with life and they're fine right some people have coronavirus and they catch a cold so they might get little bad, bad feelings, fever, cough, whatever. But they ride it out and then eventually the body bounce back and then they're over it and the virus goes away. Similarly, some people have HPV. Their cervix gets sick. So that's where they have those minor changes that can happen in the cervix. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your body can actually clear it and be like, all right, we're done with you now. Please depress along and the virus can get rid of out of your body. And then you have some people who can get coronavirus. Them get sick. Then pop down. They end up be in a hospital. They, We're not going there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just They're asking, asking like... But we never want doctor. I have dramatic. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. But yeah, but I can end up in a hospital I can be, be very sick. severely sick. Mm-hmm. Similarly, some people can get the HPV. Their cervix can try to fight it off, fail, and they can get progressive. No minor changes can become severe changes and can ultimately, ultimately become cervical cancer right so that is a spectrum in which and the problem is you don't really know what virus you're going to get how your body going to interact with it etc um and that's why we, we definitely advocate for hpv vaccination mm-hmm. because hpv virus we talk about it like it's one virus you know but just like oh, you have covid19 and you have the new strain you now there, there are actually they're actually a hundred types of hpv some of them cause genital warts some of them cause cervical cancer some of them really cause nothing at all, to be honest with you. But because you don't know which strain you're going to get and how your body's going to interact, that's why we say vaccinate against it so that your body will have antibodies. So when the virus comes, your cervix is well re- ready for it. And some proper fighters and can get rid of the virus quick, 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 quick time before it can cause even mild changes or worse yet, severe changes. Okay, so I have a question. Like, quick, 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 quick. Mm-hmm. You do the vaccine. I think that's why you post that you do the yeah. vaccine. Yeah, I do the vaccine. It's Not cheap though, but it's worth it. I heard no, I heard the vaccine is not cheap.
0: How much is it? Is it on my chair.
1: You yeah. have a problem with that. So, on average, it's actually twenty something thousand. Most places you call, they're gonna tell you it's twenty something thousand dollars per dose. Mm-hmm. My own, I normally sell it for twenty two thousand dollars. I'm actually dose. having a special. It's three doses. But well, hold on, let me talk to you about it. Must <laughs> see <you> ahead <laughs> or hurt you. I'm <laughs> see you ahead <laughs> or hurt you. But come, let me talk about it. But I just hate needles. So no we- man, it's not a very big needle. But let me tell you. So it's $22,000. I'm actually having a deal right now because of cervical cancer awareness that was last month. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually giving them up for 18700 percent. Yeah 15%, 15%, yeah, 15% discount. Yeah? That's not bad. Not, not bad. I look savings. Yes, all and all the money Okay, <laughs> right? right. But it's three doses. If you become, if you're already sexually active, it's three doses. But the good thing about it is the three doses are spread out. So you do like one dose today. You do a next dose two months later, and then you do a last dose four months from that one.
0: Suppose somebody chop me. I'm going to have the money for the second dose. What's that do?
2: Save.
1: <laughs> you put all that money one side. I said, this is a, a cervix money day. <laughs> mm,
0: wow. Healthy
1: cervix you're gonna money day. And you put that down. So that you're going to take everything that you have. I'm just saying. No, but yes, my girl. You're not going to make this nobody this is chop you.
0: You chop We're not going.
1: <laughs> chop. But it's no. definitely worth it. I've gotten it. I've had all my sisters get it. It's, it's, it's okay. a good investment. All
2: right. In- Do you guys in- hear that in- Invest
0: of- in your <sighs> cervix? Period. But it actually makes a lot of sense though. It does
2: because it's long life with Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: So you said it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Qua-
2: pretty
0: much. Increasing your quality okay. of life. Um, so <laughs> we're going to ask one question before we wrap up. One mm-hmm. last question. Sorry. So somebody... I'm not pronouncing that name. I'm not talking about the name. <clears throat> oh, this... I think this is for me. Never mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, because it said you. It said the big mean, Jumbo I mean, It just basically saying, <laughs> what, like, do you have uh, after sex, Um, after care? <laughs> after sex? <laughs> specific care for your vagina after sex. Oh. Yeah. So is it oh, like a specific okay. thing that people are supposed to do? Oh. Or is it just like tailored to whatever you want to do? I don't know. It's like the general health thing. So,
1: no. So okay. One of the things I always tell all my patients is pee. Please pee. Pee after sex, right? Because with all that loving and rubbing up and all of that fun stuff and all the juices flowing and whatnot, a lot of bacteria is involved, right? Because a lot of that stuff, a lot of the bacteria from like even from the back by the rectum can come forward to the vagina. It can come all the way up to the urethra, which is where you actually pass the urine from. And those little bacteria can start creeping their little way up. So when you finish having sex and, you know, you have a cuddle session for a couple minutes, just kind of ease yourself out for a second and go to the bathroom. And what you do by doing that is that you flush out the urethra so that you can prevent against urinary tract infections. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, just good general hygiene and vaginal care. And you kind of have to know your body, right? So similarly, just like on the skin on our face, some people, don't have to care about their skin on their face. They just have good skin from the morning. They don't have to put on any excess oh. products or anything like that. Whereas some people have to be very careful about what we put on because we're very sensitive and we'll react. Similarly, you have to know your vagina. Some people can have sex and not have any issues afterwards, but other people may need to actually go and bathe afterwards, wipe off the air properly, et cetera, because either the latex is an irritant for them, or maybe the actual semen can be an irritant for them, et cetera. Um, And then also, if you are having sex without a barrier method of contraception and you're having semen deposited in you, you need to be careful because remember what goes up must come down mm-hmm. and so that is going to constantly have a little bit of uh, little drippings afterwards mm. right so you <laughs> want to make sure to keep the area dry it's already real yeah but you
2: only said drippings oh so i'm that sorry was funny. <laughs> that wasn't <what> was <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: right but so you want to be careful after, for the like next couple of days or so to not sit in that excess moisture so a serious thing That's good
0: The sex thing are complicated enough So I'm
1: just You know so. <laughs> But yeah So you know Some people might wear liners And change them frequently Different things like that Just to make sure To not expose the vagina To undue Moisture for prolonged Periods of time Because that can set you Up for infections. And safe sex guys Yes, that's very
0: true. Yes, really that's what they say, man. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> oh, you're saying, know, no, saying They need to wrap it up. Oh, and we oh, are going oh, to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they need to wrap <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know more people who have sex without condoms mm-hmm. than people who actually have sex with condoms. So which is like, so concerning. yes <laughs> So people are like, even on the internet, they're like, oh my god, you know, you're to people. Are like people still and i'm like yeah when people said that i'm screaming I'm like, oh, yes do you condoms not. did not
2: become um obsolete like when people said people still use condom yes, yes. They, you like, they, they, because they didn't outside stop of, making
0: them i'm not even like afraid of pregnancy i'm afraid of um infections mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. personally so that's why oh, me i got to say you know it's always there so i try I'm to definitely educate the people that are around <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i hear old. But no, I'm definitely afraid of children. I'm also afraid of oh, children. No. Oh, no. okay. Oh, however, <laughs> I, I, I thought that you have, were saying yeah. that you're, you're, you're welcome with them. So, I'm going to say it's your have budget for me. The baby, <laughs> um,
0: than have mother, because when my vagina is uncomfortable, I'm naturally uncomfortable. Yeah, so when, me, my, when, uh, when
2: my chocho isn't, you know, I feel away. way. So yes, so I, I can't understand her. that
0: all too yeah. well. But um, I try to, you know, educate the people that are around me. Me <clears throat> like too. my cousins and stuff as best as I can about using them because I are like and when people
2: ask me sexual Pretty. questions I try to answer you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like sex issues are an uncomfortable topic oh, so really? that when people come and ask you sexual questions it's like they feel weird yeah, I forgot to help them because it probably took a lot for them to ask you you know
1: true and it takes a not. lot
0: for people to ask you and they might questions. not have another source
1: of information that's and in the other so source you. of information may not be very good
0: i so mean you just have to yeah. talk to
1: them and also just be real because like yes we know you're supposed to use a condom and i definitely promote condom use but if you're not using a condom okay that's a fine if you made that decision but what we'll for? make sure they not get pregnant either You know what I'm saying Yeah it, and Exactly It's a real care. conversation
2: For real mm-hmm. So other than the, just The cookie cutter stuff Like Yes mm-hmm. make sure you're using a, mm-hmm. a condom When mm-hmm. you're having sex Because you want to stay safe mm-hmm. You have to have All the real, real conversation conversations As well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: a funny fact And that's all the time That we have guys mm-hmm. um, This was very informative You know I'm going to enough things because my mind is blown um but thank you so much kiri for coming on thank you yeah, for having me i hope you
1: guys do find, do find it beneficial and i hope the rest of you guys do too yes oh, um
0: gosh. you can tell them what you can find on social media all
1: right so you can find me at dr bridgewater obgyn and all my locations are posted there so come through
0: <laughs> you
1: hear that then yeah um, i afraid. see a pops smear in my vision.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> 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 like very close yes <laughs> so guys remember to subscribe to the channel at- subscribe to the channel um everybody's links will be down below in the description box and just comment about anything that you've learned and safe sex happy sex sorry mm-hmm. good sex any sex good, good sex very important and watch watch the ads
2: were in our bag um that's on period yeah so
0: bye guys. Okay.